Please note that this podcast contains explicit content and adult language. It may not be suitable for listeners under 18. It's been two years since you and Bailey broke up. You know, you outed her. Now we listen to the first six episodes of the podcast. You know, I'm guessing that's giving you a lot of effective. I remember, was it Sunny said something about it? She was kind of laughing and she said, it's embarrassing, but it's a good story to tell. And that's pretty much how I feel about it, too. <laughs> embarrassing, but... It- but a funny story. You know, I don't feel like it was something that really impacted my life in a negative way. If anything, God, I'd almost want to say it was a positive thing. My name is Robert Hoxie. My name is Julia Pink. This is Fine Bailey, episode 10. In the last episode, we heard from Kim, or as we called her, the real Bailey. We finally got the chance to hear the other side of the story to the hundreds of photos that we had become so familiar with over the last 18 months. But the answer to where and how the catfish attained all of these photos was still very much a mystery. Luckily, Kim had reached out to the catfish's sister, hoping to be put in contact with the catfish herself. And to all of our surprise, she was successful. I contacted you, didn't I? And I said, you know, I think it would be interesting if I reached out to her just to see whether she would be willing to talk to me because she had sort of avoided contact with you, hadn't she? She didn't get back to you. So you gave me her sister's name and I think the profile to her Facebook because the catfish had come off Facebook or or at least she'd blocked us. Yeah, so I messaged her sister. So I just put, oh, hi, I'm trying to contact your sister. Do you think you can let her know? I can't seem to find her on Facebook, thanks. So that was the 7th of April. We had our interview and then it was literally the day after she messaged me. I was just about to go to bed as well. So bear in mind, it was like 2 a.m. my time. So, and then, yeah, I was wide awake for hours after that. (laughs) So just trying to, I didn't want to lose her. So I was just trying to get as much information and answers from her in case she disappeared again. Okay, so and you said you wanted to ask her a couple questions about Bailey. And yeah. then you, you mentioned, you know, me getting a hold of you and Stephen getting a yeah. hold of you. And, and you asked her blatantly, were you the person behind the account? And she says yeah. yes and no. What's her explanation after that? Um, so I'll yeah. summarize it. She she admits that she was partly um, behind all of this, but she supposedly had a friend who was doing it with her. And not only that, um, apparently the only reason why she was doing it was to keep her friend happy. The girl's name was Abby. Abby, yeah. And apparently, so uh, literally like a few messages in, she's already blaming Abby. Apparently it was Abby who found my stuff to begin with on MySpace. I looked at my, I looked at my MySpace and I don't think my photos are public. Really? I don't know whether she even used any of them. Why would she lie about that though? I don't know. Why would she not want you to know that she stole them directly from Facebook? Because because she, I think she knows that I know it's her that's stolen all the photos from my Facebook. So maybe she just wants to make someone else look bad and that they started it and they actually got it from a different... I don't know. I don't know. It's so hard. You say, I'm not mad. I'm just curious about it all. And she says, honestly, yeah. I'm not sure how she found your stuff. I believe she said from MySpace. It was so long ago. And seriously, I am so sorry that I ever played along and did that crap. So she's saying sorry, but she doesn't really know how it all started. Yeah, basically. That's her stance. We've heard the name Abby before. Going back to when Steven outed the catfish. Her name's Abby, and I'm sick of helping her out. I want her last name, and she still won't give me her last name. And then finally the next day, she says, here, I'm going to give you her last name. Or keys, or she sometimes goes by Gonzalez or something. I don't know. I I don't think there was a friend behind it. No way. It was her. It was just her. 
And then you go on to ask her, also, were you behind Tabitha Lane Kid? Yeah. During our initial interview, Kim had also mentioned a girl from America who had followed her on Instagram in 2017. The account had since been deleted, but Kim recalled her name. Tabitha Lane Kid. So someone followed you on Instagram. Well, no, they didn't even follow me. This is what this is what caught my attention. So when I used to be really active on Instagram, I used to put things up on my story daily. There was just this one name that kept popping up who didn't follow me and they had very few friends. I found it odd that they were viewing my stories every single day without fail. So they were having to actually go onto my profile to look at it. So I messaged this person and just basically asked who they were. I, I, I thought I thought it was someone from you know, a current situation that was going on, just being, I don't know, being nosy. So in the end, I said, well, what's your what's your number? And she sent me over a phone number, which I automatically knew to be an American number, which instantly to me was like, oh, shit, I was wrong. <laughs> I think because I was worried it was someone else, just knowing that it wasn't the person I thought it was, was enough for me just to be like, okay, cool. You thought it was a personal issue that you were dealing with at the time. And you yeah, thought, okay, yeah. this, person, this person is from the UK. So because they're American, no worries, they have a phone number over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Again, where I had where I'd apologized, she was like, Oh no, you know, it's fine. Um, do you mind if I follow you now? And obviously me being polite, it's <laughs> like, yeah, sure. So she said every time she logged into her account, it took her to mine. Which looking back now, like that that's terrible. Um, I don't know how I felt that. And then as soon as as soon as she had given me her number, I'd apologize. She was like, Oh, my friend sorted it out now, it's not happening anymore, which was yeah, a coincidence. <laughs> The catfish tells Kim that it wasn't just her, that it was also this friend that she was helping named Abby. This is also the name that she gives Stephen when Stephen outs her. Kim also asks her about this Instagram account named Tabitha Lane Kid, who Kim had noticed was obsessively watching her stories. Kim confronted the account, and after a short interrogation, Kim's suspicions were eliminated. But then from there, the account went as far as sending Kim messages and started casually striking up conversations with her. Now, we shouldn't assume this Instagram account, Tab of the Lane Kid, is the catfish. But there are some things in these messages that she sends Kim that point directly to the catfish. She's, she mentioned something about a, a hurricane. Yes, she did, yeah. I said, I went to the US when I was six, but I'd love to go there now that I'm older. To which she responds, oh wow, the area I live is pretty bad. It's kind of ghetto. So many gangs and crime as well. But my house got flooded badly during Hurricane Harvey almost two months ago. I don't know if you heard about that storm that hit Houston. So I'm out looking for an apartment right now to be on my own. And it's pretty scary with how bad a lot of these affordable places are. But I would seriously love to travel to London. It's actually on my list of places I want to see at least once in my life. But I must say, if you do come to the US, Go somewhere awesome. Houston, Texas is not a fun place, at least not in my opinion. This is a running storyline that she's used with Steven. Allie Emerson Dane, that's who she was living with during Hurricane Harvey. So what, what prompted that conversation? Candles. <laughs> because you you guys have got a store over there, haven't you, called Bath and Body Works, and we haven't. And I've always wanted to go. And she's like, yeah, I've got some candles. I actually, she, I think she sent me a photo of her candles. Um, was it a response to, to one of your stories? It may have been. That's when the conversations between us usually started she would respond to something i'd put up on my story so i think at one point it was about spiders <laughs> and her gran had this like spider preventative or something <laughs> right wait she <laughs> said that came... she said her grandma had a special concoction to ward off spiders yeah. 
yeah basically yeah we just obviously we just um started speaking about where i lived then when where uh, about where she lived and i said um that i'd i'd been to the us when i was younger and that I'd, i've always wanted to go back i think i even said I'd, I'd love to live there and she said she said that she wished wished that she lived in the uk and that it seems so much proper <laughs> and better than here <laughs> and that she had changed places any day. She literally says, I wish I could trade places. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So is Tabitha Lane Kid the catfish? Or is Tabitha Lane Kid this friend named Abby? When you messaged her, when you were talking to her just recently, and you asked her about yeah. this, if she was Tabitha Lane Kid on Instagram. She said, um, so yeah, we're sort of like midway into our first conversation, and I said to her, "Was you behind that Instagram that Instagram account, Tabitha Lane Kid?" She puts yeah. um, the Instagram thing. I'm not too sure about. I want to say yes. It could have been that name you said. I'm not too sure about the Instagram thing because I've had an Instagram like my own personal one. But I never, ever really used it until recently. She's like, I'm not sure. I kind of want to say yeah, but I'm not going to completely well. admit to it. It was her. Yeah, of course it was. 100%. I mean, you only have to, like, compare how she's written her messages from her Facebook account to the ones from that Instagram account, and they're exactly the same. Then she kind of takes the conversation. She wants to move to Snapchat because, she honestly, she never uses Facebook is how she kind of explains it. Yeah, yeah. so obviously when, when I initially spoke to her, we'd been speaking for maybe, I don't know, like an hour and it had got pretty late over here and I said that I wanted to continue speaking with her. Well, it felt like she was like trying yeah. to get you off of Facebook. You're right. Maybe she wanted access to my other social medias. So like Snapchat, but I don't actually have Snapchat anyway. I think she's cautious. I think she's very cautious of you <laughs> because I think, well, she yeah, she, she knows that you've been trying to reach out to her. And I think she wanted, maybe wanted to know if I was going back to you, screenshot messages, and if it was on Snapchat, she'd be aware. She then suggested we should talk on Instagram. So I said to her, um, like, yeah, sure. What's your what's your Instagram handle? I looked her up and I started following her on it. But then she she never accepted my follow request and then suddenly messaged me of another Facebook account of hers. She originally, you sent your her sister a message. She reached out yeah. and said, I'm never on Facebook, right? Yeah, that's she it. Said, I don't have a Facebook. I had to reactivate my account on Facebook. To <laughs> yeah, talk that's to, it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then she's like, Do you have Snapchat and Instagram? And then you went on Instagram to try following her. And then she reappeared on another Facebook account, right? Yeah. Not even yeah. the first one that she had messaged you on. <laughs> what do you make of that? Well, she clearly she clearly has like an abundance of profiles, doesn't she? Still, even ones in her in her own name. She talks to you from one account and then she moves on to another one. Yeah, another Facebook account. And granted, the picture is clearly her. Um, you know, it's weird because I, I was going to say to you the other day, but I'd wait. I wanted to wait till today. I feel like I recognize her from somewhere, but I just, I just can't for the life of me think where. I feel like I've seen, because she's, you know, she's got quite like a distinctive look, hasn't she? So I just feel like I've seen her before. You asked her why she allowed things to develop into a relationship with him, uh, especially when it was never going to be authentic. She, she, as, as I said to her, she knew it was never going to be authentic because she wasn't who she said she was. So what reason was behind it? Why do that? She tries to sort of partly blame Stephen for the relationship, saying that he'd pushed her into it. And even going as far <laughs> as saying he even like posted the whole relationship thing, you know, like changing the status from single to relationship without even yeah. asking or anything. So he kind of was the one that pushed into that. 
That's a, that's the direct yeah. quote. Yeah. I like how she that's acts awesome. like she doesn't know how Facebook works too. You know, the whole relationship <laughs> thing where you know you change it. You know what I'm talking about? You know, she could get thing? a job. She could get a job on Facebook, couldn't yeah. she? She knows she everything. Know, <laughs> she knows how Facebook works. <laughs> no, so yeah, she's doing the typical typical thing that she does, which is she she admits wrong to some degree, but it's not all her, doesn't she? That that, that seems to be the gist yeah. of her. So she she does admit that she was attached to him, just talking to him. I guess in getting to know him out, yeah, getting to know him without really thinking about, oh hey, this count isn't real. He really is a nice guy, and I really am so sorry for what I did to him. Okay, but she says, but anyways, kind of don't want to talk about him or that. Yeah, so again, she's trying to take control, isn't she, of the situation? I don't want to talk. She goes, about it. but she, but in you know, in the first breath, she's like, yeah, I want to give you answers. I'll tell you everything you want to know. And then when things start, I don't know, maybe she starts feeling like she's a little bit cornered, cornered. Yeah. She starts to, she, she goes off, off subject. I love her next message. And you said, why do you start doing it in the first place? You said your friend started it. But if that's the case, then why did you agree to do it too? And it's, it's a great question because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, especially for eight years. And mm-hmm. it's just, um, not really. I honestly really didn't think about it too much about it besides trying to not like keep my friend happy like let her live in her little fantasy world and play her little games i guess i honestly like i feel sorry for her and bad for her which doesn't give me any excuse playing along knowing that it wasn't right so she is saying abby is living in a little fantasy world and that she felt bad for her basically and then she says i guess it was just meeting new people talking to people getting to know people yeah, and then I so I said to her, so but why didn't you feel like you could get to know people as your real self? She put, honestly, I don't know. That's a good question. By the way, some stuff I may not be able to answer because all this happened like a year or two ago, and I put it in the back of my mind and like tried to forget it. So I don't really remember a lot of stuff. She gives you a compliment here too. Um, yeah. So yeah, I asked her. I said, so why was I the main the main character, so to speak? Before she replied, I quickly put, did you have feelings for these people or was it just a bit of fun? And she put. Probably because you are gorgeous, so that's why. And no feelings, as in like what? Kind of as in relationship-wise or like friend-wise? She knows what you're asking. What do you, She's just trying to beat you... around the bush, isn't she? She's, yeah. oh. I just put, I don't agree, but thank you. And relationship-wise. <laughs> I, did, I don't know, I didn't know what to say. Right. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it was weird. It was weird. Then I put, it's just hard to get my head around because there were so many different accounts, which meant there was all these different lives and stories that had that you had to create for each of them. It has to go deeper than, than just wanting to keep your friend happy. And then she says, well, you are. She's referring to how you look. Sorry if I sound like a creep. No, honestly, I never wanted anything from anyone. Like I never tried to get money or gifts. I never tried to get into relationships. Yes, like- it was all about having friends. Now that I look back on it, I guess the reason why I never got to know, got to really know anybody, my true self was because I've always been acting like that quiet girl in the shadows until Steven came along and found everything out and we talked about things and I deleted everything and dropped Abby's toxic ass and since then I've kind of been on my own little journey you know liking myself and who I am making friends okay and then she says yeah I told Steven and, and then and I was not the only one on those accounts but Abby was the main person who started everything and I will take responsibility unlike anyone else but I, I won't drag them into it w- what is she saying there She's trying to make out that she's being a good person here, that she doesn't want to drag them them into it. She doesn't want to out them. So I say, who is it? Who is this Abby? Do you know her personally or did you meet her online? I know you said you don't want to drag anyone, anyone, but it would be good to know who else is possibly behind all this. She said, "Um, I knew her from online. Like she did live here and we did meet. She was kind of one of those like loner weird people. 
Honestly, from what I remember, she's back and forth between here and Cal. It's just to me, she goes off of subject, doesn't she? She gives way too much away, things that you don't even ask for. Honestly, from what I remember, she's back and forth between here and Cali because of her parents. When I last spoke to her was when Stephen came along and found everything out and when I deleted the accounts. She wasn't too happy about it, but I was like, Stephen was right and I didn't want to play along anymore. And I quit having contact with her. She blocked me on everything. I know it sounds crazy, but that's the truth. But she also says, did you happen to have anyone by the name of Rios on anything. That's Abby Rios' last name. Then she says, and can try looking up yeah. Kirsten Rios as well. I mean, that's no help either. If I had still had pictures, I would send them to you. Send them, but I don't. But if you want, I can try digging around my old stuff and try getting back on my old ass MySpace if I can figure out the password. And you say, who's Kirsten Rios? I thought her name was Abby. And then she says, an account she had obviously, had, she had several. Sorry if that sounded rude. I didn't mean to sound to sound like that. But I will try and log in later when I get home. But shit, I haven't been on MySpace in years, so I might not be able to. He said... So I think you you said initially you got photos from my MySpace. And then you said, after that, where did you take my photos from? How did you gain access to them? Was I friends with you? And she says, no, you weren't friends with me on anything. I really want to say that Lane kid was it, was probably where she got your pics. I don't think your accounts were private. Um, Which they weren't, to be fair. But she but... is basically saying that Lane kid was the account that was stealing your photos. I think what happened, and you've described, you weren't as active on social media. So you weren't posting yeah. pictures. So she was no. basically mining pictures on your Instagram story. Yeah, she, yeah, she had to have been, and and taking them from like my profile picture as well. Okay, and then you you confront her about the podcast, and you mention my name, and you mention yeah. you know Stephen, and she's not very interested in talking with me. No, no, she says. Um, so I I put, do you know Robert Stephen's brother? Mm-hmm. She then replies. No, I don't know him, but Stephen said I should talk to him. But I already told Stephen I put all this behind, so I'm not interested in talking to Robert. Um, I'll consider it because def- definitely not the only one, but I already know I'm going to get all the blame. So she's like saying, like again, being the victim. If anything, I may talk to Stephen over Robert because honestly, I'm more comfortable talking to Stephen. You can be completely honest with your participation in this podcast and the fact that this, this is all going to be used. She's, I just feel like she's leading us down another rabbit hole that will probably most likely go nowhere. Like this Abby idea. I think, I think we know the truth. I suppose there's, I don't know, maybe we we want to hear it from her, but we're never going to. You sent her the teaser trailer for the podcast that I had shared with you. And what was her response to that? So I said, so obviously I mentioned the podcast again, um, and I said I could send her over the trailer for it if she wanted to listen to it. So she said, yeah, she would. Um, She said that she wanted to participate in it, but she was nervous and she wouldn't know what to say. To which I said, I'm exactly the same. I was nervous, but it won't feel like an interrogation. Um, This isn't about passing judgment or calling anyone out. It's more about trying to get a better understanding of why people choose to catfish. So she said... I will have to take a listen later on. It might be a while till I get back to you on what I think about it. So don't think I'm ignoring you or the trailer. And then we've literally, in, in an hour and a half, she'd listened to it and replied. I think I think it probably pissed her off a little bit. She said that some of the stuff that was said was wrong and that she wants to clear some of it up. Coming up 
on Find Bailey. If we, if I do get a chance to talk to her, that's gonna be the the main thing. Who is Abby? Yeah, I want to know who Abby is. And the fact that she needs to clear her name or to get the facts straight, the the facts that she made up. No, 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 I was never engaged. That was a joke. That was that was I was kidding around. If she wants to share her side of the story, if she wants to come in and go, oh no, no, this wasn't true. This is really what happened. Then she can. I don't know. I don't. I don't know whether she would have stopped doing it. A part of me would actually just like to maybe just tell her how I actually feel. This podcast was written and produced by Robert E. Hoxie and Julia Pink. Special thanks to Kimberly for graciously allowing us to tell this story. 